0: Welcome to the Watch Night service. This is a very unusual service for all of us. Well, as Pastor Anthony earlier on said that, um, thinking of my retirement and so scary me to preach here will be like my farewell sermon to you folks. <laughs> but I must say, we disappointed him. Instead, my farewell, his farewell. <laughs> A lot has a way to arrange things for us, but as I say in the morning, uh someone even asked me, Pastor, are you really retired? Oh, how come you're still on? I say I'm so-called retired elder with track, later I'll say more, but continue as a retired active pastor uh, in the local church, continue 2024. As I make it this morning, somehow the Lord gave me the word is, what's a hurry, <laughs> right? Uh, as I can still uh, function, speak, and uh, maybe joke with you, so no hurry to retire, right? Praise the Lord for that. So I want to kind of thank the church for opening up the continual ministry. Uh, I will continue here, 2024, under the local church arrangement. In a way that I will not subject to track appointments. I mean we don't have to wait for year to year appointment to go which church to on. But I will be staying put here in the local church. So that could be my continuing ministry until the real retirement comes. We are like, you know. But I don't know myself too. But anyway, this evening of my meditation the Lord put in my heart to put something like, let's start small and gain big. You know, we talk about the new year that you're opening up for us. Maybe that could be the steps we look forward to. And the scripture text He has placed on my heart is like Colossians chapter one nine to fourteen, which later I will uh, make some reflection on this text. But first of all, I must say. Uh, this evening, this service is a very special service for us, almost midnight. No? We're coming to midnight soon. Well, have you attended a service midnight? We only talk about midnight show, right? Any more midnight show now? I don't think so anymore. But here we are almost to the midnight situation. And uh, the more I prepare this uh, meditation, it prompted me to say something that this is really an important event. Uh, not as what the world will perceive and see, because you realize they have the excitement of countdown, you know, counting 10, 9, 8, and so on. I mean, later we also do that. But in the worst situation, they were already celebrating. I mean, it's okay with that kind of celebration. But here we realize God's people, we want to kind of solemn. That's why you can see the worship team, thanks so long solemnly in a way that we have to prepare our hearts for the new year the great day before God in a serious reception uh, of the new year before us recognizing the God that we believe the same yesterday today and even tomorrow of course we know that he has been with us all this while so despite of what uh, we have gone through the worst situations 2023. We know our God remains the same yesterday, today and forever. And there is a tradition practice in many of our hearts that we would like to write some goals and resolutions for the new year, right? This is the period here. So I remember this uh, prophet in the Chinese saying, A journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Uh, it's a very wise saying, uh, perhaps maybe we may have this thought in mind now to do something for the new year to come. But if some of you will be anxious afraid of what the new year will be, let me share with you what Christopher, Christopher Columbus has written here. In case some of you be thinking of the uh, fear that you face in the future. This is what he has written. You can never cross the ocean until you have the courage to lose sight of the shore. How true, right? You know Christopher Columbus, the man who discovered America? He played this challenge before his people. That is, you never cross the ocean until you have the courage to lose sight of the land. How beautiful that he has put it here before us. Uh, so folks, you are now standing at the threshold of the new and the old, or the old and the new, and let us prepare what you need to turn to the Lord for. But here the scripture in Proverb 1 reminded us, 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of all knowledge, but full despise wisdom and instruction. What we need to know, and need to learn, and need to have, is the fear of the Lord in us. As we venture into the new year, not to take God for granted. And Psalm 84, 11 will remind us, For the Lord is a sun and shield, the Lord bestowed favour and honour. No good thing does He withdraw or withhold from those who walk is blameless. The Lord continue to bestow His blessing upon us as we know our will, our will, our walk to Him. Now we know we are not all perfect, but we can be blameless. The Lord put it very clear here that we are not all perfect, but we can be blameless. And so let's uh, tread our path of life carefully and so that the Lord will not withhold His good things upon us. So in this meditation I'd like to share two thoughts with us. With this theme in mind, start small but gain big. And I learned from the scripture that they look at the life of Jesus, he began small really with child men, child fishermen, very simple, with not very high education, but only going for fishing at the trade. Jesus started small. And then you realize that he only used uh two fishes and five loops of bread, feeding 5,000. It's the small items, blood plus a multitude of 5,000. And you realize that during the wedding ceremony, he used simple items like water turned into wine for the guests. And you can also see how he encountered individually, the blind, the lame, and the sick and he ministered individually to people. When the crowd comes to him, he started small with people. But then you realize and discover that most of the people testify that he was a special person. And they always ask, who is he? But he will say, you will discover who really Jesus is and how he can come to our life altogether. Because He is God Himself to us. So you see Jesus' life, He starts small. But God honours Him well. I pray that you and I will have this special encounter with Jesus as we look forward to the new year. Maybe a small step, a small little faith that you want to venture out and see how God put that seeds of faith in you and grow big in your life to come. So, I want to share this meditation in the simple thoughts. The, first of all, the Watch Night Service is a very special moment as a renewal covenant prayer with God. The Watch Night Service, unlike other services I would say, is a very special service for us to renew our covenant prayer before the Lord. Second item I want to share with you is a thanksgiving moment. As we come to the close of the year, this service reminds us we need to come with a grateful and thankful heart before the Lord. So here I want to kind of start with this time of meditation by renew- reminding us that the God that you and I believe is a God of the Covenanter. So in Exodus, you remember he would tell Moses to tell the people that I will take you as my own people. You recorded in Exodus 6, 7, and I will be your God. God make a covenant with his people that I know your welfare. I know your distress and suffering in Egypt. I want to ensure you that I will be your God and you will be my people to lead you. And the book of Jeremiah, or the chapter 31, 33, will say this, This is a covenant I will make with you, the people of Israel, after the time that declare the Lord, that I will put my law in your minds and write it in your hearts. I will be your God, and they will be my people. So what I want to uh, start with you this evening is, God Himself has established a covenant, agreement, a contract to speak with the people, that I will be your God and you will be my people. For well, henceforth, no one will separate us from that. It's a very serious binding or bond together that God has with people. So you can see God has initiated this covenant with His people, and therefore the Bible says that we are now no longer strangers but become God's people that He knows us and keeps us very well. And we learn that the new covenant also found in the life of Jesus with his disciples, that it will continue to be with Him. Even though the disciples had failures, weaknesses. Take for example, Peter had denied Him. Although in the first place, he did confess Jesus a Lord and Master after the catch of the fishes, then you realize, Thomas, although Jesus appeared to the rest of the disciples, he was not there. But Jesus reappeared to him, Thomas, he confessed, that you are my Lord and my Saviour. And the third one is Apostle Paul. He went around curing Christians, persecuting them, putting them in jail. But the Lord appeared to him to call arrest him. And he changed his life and became the gospel preacher. So here we learn, folks, people do feel God. But as far as God was concerned, He kept His covenant with them, hold them back, and help them to know that He remains the God, and they will be His people. I want to pray with you this, morning, this evening, folks, that God continue to work in your lives and my life, Even we have our failures, our weaknesses, God will never leave or forsake us. So at this evening, this thought of the work night service is a night to remind us that the covenant that God has started with us will remain with us and it will be good for us to see how we respond back to Him. It is also the same matter to come to us, or remind us that once you were zealous and close to Him, but somehow things had happened that now you no longer follow Him. You have departed from Him. The word is backslided. Were you able to come back to Him? The watchnight service will be an opportunity for us to make our covenant back with Him. And some of us are searching for meaning and purpose of life. This will be a moment for you to place your life to God and allow Him to be your God, that you will be His people. The covenant can be established in this moment. And I also want to thank God that those of us who be very close to the Lord, walking with Him through the day and night, what shall you do with this covenant prayer? And my challenge to you that you go deeper now with Him. Don't stay at the level. To know God more and deeply in your life. So later on, the orange line, the Pastor Anthony will lead us in this prayer of the covenant. It will be a time for a serious thought and reflection for us to place ourselves before God, the covenant that He set before us. A time ready for us to re-examine ourselves, our background, our mood, our family life. See how far you have been together with God. That you need forgiveness, reach out to Him. If you are in doubt of Him, do confess. Just like Thomas, that when he saw the resurrected Lord, he confessed himself. And kneel before Him. For we have the assurance that God does to us is, He will never nor forsake us. When you draw near to Him, and He will draw near to you, as He is our Heavenly Father. So here, will be a very serious thought for us as we place ourselves later on for the covenant prayer. Not just for richer, sake, folks. For the way that you find yourself, avail yourself to God in that. And let me quickly move to the second part about thanksgiving. We were recently at the Men's Fellowship, they have the year end uh, fellowship, and expressing how our thanks to God. Uh, because of time limit, and we have not really many of us able to share, but it gave me a thought that at this moment. I can share something too on the Thanksgiving. But first of all, there's a reminder in the scripture of 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5, 16 to 18, which says, Rejoice always. First thing in the scripture to say, Rejoice always. Second, pray continually. Pray. Don't pray only when the prayer night is on, pray continually. Third, is to give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. You see, the scripture is very clear. Rejoice always. Do you smile always, folks? Do you have the sense of rejoicing? Do you pray regularly? You should. And also able to give thanks to God in all circumstances. It's not easy folks, uh, you're going to ask Pastor Anthony, is it easy to give thanks to God, going to the new church? <laughs> you see, he's given me the time to preach, I asked him uh, what to do. <laughs> but besides that, besides joking, but seriously, you know, even it's sometimes very hard to rejoice a to pray, a heart to give thanks. But the scripture is very clear. In all circumstances, for this is the will of God. We will submit ourselves to the will of God, no matter what happened to us. Sometimes always the question is, why? Why, Lord, what happened to me? The Lord answered to you, why not? Can you give thanks to God at this moment? Can you give thanks to God for a retrenchment, or medical illness, or the passing of someone? Very hard folks. But scripture is very clear that in all circumstances, give joy, because this is the will of God. We are in no control of any of this situation, and only God can. And so when it happens, give thanks. That's the meaning of it, and to apply it. The Lord likes obedience rather than sacrifices, right? Because in Psalm 50 verse 14, in the ESV version we say, "God offer or offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving, to perform your vows to the Most High. Thanksgiving, not only just thanksgiving, thanksgiving, but make it a sacri- as a sacrifice, Lord." This is what you want me to do? Will be my sacrifice to you. I will accept it in a new translation called the Bible new a good new Bible. Let the giving of thanks be your sacrifice to God and give the almighty all you promise. Make it a sacrifice to God as your promise to him. In other words, your thanksgiving to God is just not lip service, folks. It must come with some action, practical giving, practical sacrifice that you need to place before the Lord. So your thanksgiving must be supported with action and the practical living and deeds that goes away. Just like, you know, when somebody helps you, uh, repair your punctured tire. if you know this person, you not only thank him, but you make something good to the person. Or your neighbour help you to water your plant and so on during your holiday, you come back, you don't just thank you to him or her, you buy some souvenir, give it to your friend, correct? Thanksgiving with sacrifice not just lip service. That's what the scripture is teaching us. When you come to God, make something practical, giving a service, or time to Him. Therefore, come to the close of the year, very soon, it will be good for us to pause and think of what kind of practical giving we can return to God. In, form of, in a form of thanksgiving to Him, for the Lord watches over all of us. And also in Romans 8.28, beautiful verse which says, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, and to those who are called according to His purpose. Again, God's purpose come in. We have to give God the honour that He works all things good for all of us. And now let me go to a personal sharing with you about thanksgiving. Now I may not make a lot of sacrifices today, in the sense, but I can trace uh, certain sacrifices i make uh, in the way that I want to share in this thanksgiving. I realize the Lord has put me in the pastoral ministry, We track, call it, I call it the track office, or track headquarters. The last 41 years, I started appointment, uh, the appointment here in Amokyu Methodist Church in 1982 as a young MOT or junior pastor. All right, some of you will still remember me. I, I have grown. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know in size or in what, I, you tell me later on. Then realized that uh, over the years. Uh, the Lord has put me in different churches and to serve Him. And I must say today, December the 31st, uh, I'm ending my track uh, uh, ministry, track TRAC, uh, after the 41 years. I think I do not need to subject myself to the appointment of two other churches anymore. But thank God that the church, Amokyo Church, has opened the opportunity For me to continue as long as I can. Alright. So two oh two four. Folks, I don't belong to Track Headquarters, but I belong to you. (laughs) (laughs) Very thick skin. (laughs) But thank God. Cannot retire. So 2024 is really the opening chapter for me, and uh, realize the covenant prayer later will say, put me to use and put me to be employed. So when I say that, how can I run away? And more to come, put me in suffering some more. You know, I hope you don't make me suffer so much here. (laughs) But let's work happily as a family of God together. I'd like to thank God that this 41 year is a very exciting ministry that God has put my, in my life. That I vividly, really recall yeah, before I joined the full-time ministry. I was very active in the youth ministry. Uh, by then in my home church, Fairfield Methodist Church. I started almost 20 plus at the youth side. And I give food to God for this pastoral ministry that He placed me over the years. And I remember during my youth time, uh, one of the highlights of the ministry that I had gone through was to participate in the Billy Graham crusade, 1978. Uh, many of you may not be not born yet, but it's okay. I can tell you the history here. I was made to be the transport marshal. That means in charge of people boarding the bus and uh, ferry them to and flow the stadium. I can't remember how many buses, at least maybe two buses or one. Uh, My job is to ensure the safety will be observed, Uh, no accident happens, and when you land in the stadium, you know where to meet, and when the crusade is over, you know where to bring the folks back. And folks, do you know it happened five nights in the pilgrim crusade. But thank God that event, everything went very well. Even the weather was good. Many souls had uh, entered the kingdom of God through the prayer before the Lord. And so that was really the highlight that I learned. And I also learned that uh, the safety the Lord given to us was good. Uh, No accident happened. No missing person no lost ship. All came back in one piece safely. You know, when after the stadium, the crowd is so much, right? How to gather them back? But thank God, uh, with the Lord's wisdom and strength, we managed to cover. So that already has some impact uh, to my ministry, uh, the youth person in the local church. Other than that, I know that I've gone through other ministries like door to door witnessing. Evangelism, all right, and then also we gone to uh, organizing evangelism rally, uh, rallies and also mission trips and participated in numerous church camp. All right, folks. So if I miss your church, the church camp here, I don't miss anything, folks. Really. I've gone to something like that, but I do miss your fellowship in the way the church camp. And so realize that throughout those days and the events, thanksgiving and gratefulness of my heart to God is given because I see the church really as a spiritual family to my growth, uh, the youth age, until today. Still a family of God to me, no matter which church I'm serving. Also, thank God that through the years my parents came to know the Lord, uh, that we can give them a Christian richer, uh, in the funeral uh, situation. And before I'd like to thank God for well a beautiful wife, a <laughs> uh, supportive wife. You know, folks, it's not easy to find a wife, right? <laughs> but God has given her to me as a gift, so thank God for that. <laughs> No, no, no second thought. <laughs> and uh, good that she comes on board and share the family life, and also share the uh, church ministry, a pastoral ministry together. And uh, you, you folks will know that she was a dentist and just retired two years ago, and now from dentistry care into pastoral care. So to keep herself busy with me uh, in the church ministry. So on and all, we really thank God for the uh, uh, exciting uh, ministry journey that God has placed in my life. And so when we come to the Watch Night Survey, folks, really pause myself for a while to reflect over the years. Not one, folks. 41 years. Folks, it's a long way. Pastor Anthony only 12 years <laughs> No 12 years Plus more So we can give him more time to talk about his journey Later on When uh, he finishes his 40 years But I have to say uh, During my 25 years uh, When the church Has this thanksgiving On the long service Folks like us were giving a bible uh, From the bishop's office Which also the love key. Uh, the Bible attached our name and years of service. Uh, so it is my joy to share with those younger pastor. Hey folks, I just clear my 25 years. Please do so. Even though you are not there yet, make it to 20, at least 25 years uh, to have this Bible before you. So Pastor Anthony and Pastor Emmanuel is still waiting for the Bible to come. <laughs> But one day they were there, they will be there, and thank God for the continued ministry here. But what I really learned from the scripture on this Thanksgiving event and the place upon my heart was to see how Paul in Acts chapter 26, verse 19 and 20. When you look at Acts 26, Paul was facing King Agrippa about his trial. They want to put him on trial, and uh, maybe put him to prison or death too. And he gave a very stunning testimony to King Agrippa. So much so, after saying that, Agrippa will say, you almost make me a Christian. But here Paul writes it in verse 19. So then King Agrippa, I will not disobedient to the vision from heaven. That was what Paul's own testimony said. That although i gone through all this persecution or suffering that you people put on me, and today I'm standing on trial with you, listen, King, I had never disobedient to the heavenly vision that God has called me. Remember Paul's testimony in Acts chapter 9 that Jesus called him because he was playing a hero card situation went around to kill Christians, a believers. until Jesus said, hey Paul, you better stop this because you are killing my people then Paul would say, who are you Lord? I'm Jesus, he said and for that, Paul was blinded for three days before he would play to the old man to place a hand on him and pray for him to open up his eyes and that really changed Paul's life, right? And he caught the vision that he not supposed to kill Christians, but now more to preach and to have more Christians coming on board. But the theme that he placed in the heart was, I have never disobedience to the heavenly vision. So here folks, I write like that Paul had covenanted himself very well the day that Jesus changed his life. From a non-believer to one that opened his heart to the ministry of the gospel, to the way that he died, he completed his mission. Because Paul had made that covenant to God that he would serve him till the end of his life. Question please, before this evening, everything of thanksgiving, can you be faithful like Paul himself? That God called him today, transformed him, changed him to the day that he had to face trial. And the confession was, I never disobedient to the vision that God had given to him. Amen, folks. Now let me make some references to the text that we have this evening before we come to the conclusion. The text of the Lord brings my heart is Colossians chapter 1, uh, 10 to 14. It's a very beautiful verses and the text that I'd like to remind all of us. Uh, let me read to you. In verse 10, we'll say that, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing Him. Being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Strengthen with all might according to his glorious power, for all patience and long suffering we joy. Giving thanks to God the Father, who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the sins in the light, he has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of his Son, of his love, in whom we have the redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin. Now folks, read carefully about this text. I call it the assessment that Paul has given to the Colossians Christian of believers. And I like the way that he commended it. First, walk worthily of, of the Lord fully, pleasing the Lord and no one else. In other words, be mindful of the calling that God has given to you. Always seek to please God. Of course, we try to please men too, right? but God comes first. Be mindful of your calling that God placed upon you, and always please God. Seek first the kingdom of God, and none other thing. Secondly, be fruitful in every good work. A reminder to that you should be, be food, you should be food bearing while doing the ministries, while living your life not only just living as a living model, but also making an impact to others, touching lives, leading others to the Lord Jesus Christ, being fruitful in every good work. Third, God will also thank God that God has allowed them to be partakers of His Kingdom, and join heirs with Christ, share the privilege and honour with Christ. Paul said, don't forget, now you are a new inheritance. You have a new inheritance with Christ. Whatever Christ has, you will have to. You join heirs with Christ together. It is also mentioned in Romans 8, 16-17. And also Peter in 1 Peter 2, 9-10 will say, you are a chosen people, royal priesthood, holy nation, once you are nobody, but now you have made, God has made you His people, who call you out of darkness into His marvelous light. That was how Paul would say to them, that you are now no longer in darkness, but you have moved away from there. Finally, you have been redeemed by His Son. That means we are brought back to the fold of God. Be clean and also have the acceptance of God to the forgiveness of sin in us. So here the scripture truly says that with Christ, we have all this before us. And we thank God Christ comes as a gift to us. If not, we will be the lost people, condemned, living in a sinful heart together. So here you realize when you read Colossians chapter 1, whole assessment to the believers. Then I ask myself this question, you can see the slide. How do we obtain such assessment? What must we do to receive such good assessment and encouragement? That depends on the walk with the Lord, folks. Depends how people see us. That you are worthy of the call of God in us doing things that will be pleasing to him amen now I want to kind of close this with a simple illustration of a candle somehow the inspiration the really spirit came to me when I was preparing this meditation this evening I'm not sure what you expect to hear but I hope this will capture your interest too. Look at these three candles here folks, burning candles. You realize they are different sizes, the tall, the short, and the medium. And they are still burning. So I want to kind of show you a few things here. First, look at the flame that the candle has. I mentioned it before, They are the same, they are still brightly shining. To me, that represents our faith in God, your life in God, that we need to keep it burning. Whether you are long, like the young one, the middle class one, and the senior folk like us, the short one. Make sure your light, your flame keep growing. There's a beautiful picture that God placed in my heart to share with you this evening. In other words, no matter what ages you are in, be faithful to God. Keep the flame burning. There will be a drive, a desire, that you can press on to serve Him. Never give up the light. Secondly, interestingly, you can see, There's as the candle burned longer, know what happened? They accumulated a lot of wax on the table. And my wife looked at that and said, tell me more about that. I said, I'll tell you now. (laughs) The accumulation of the wax reminds me that the longer you live, the longer you run, the longer you work, you're actually building up your foundation the wax is there, holding firmly the candle, it never disappears. So in other words, no matter how old you live, how young you are, the wax is there to remind you that you have done something good, a long way to go, or the longer you burn, you give more experience that you have, more knowledge you accumulated, and more depth you are in God. That's the way how the wax are accumulated at the table. Some folks, you never kind of burn out. That's the word. You will never burn out. You will only burn you stronger because the wax you accumulated, the experience you experienced in God, only hold you firmly in Him. So, look at the wax there. Third, you realize the candle gives out light. No longer you will see in darkness. And the scripture reminded us, when you walk in the light, you don't have darkness with you. As Jesus said in eight, John 8, 12, when Jesus spoke again to the people, He said, I am the light of the world, that whoever follow me will never walk in darkness, but have the light of life together. The candle, the light. Is always with us. So here you realize that the standing candles a good reminder of our soul before God. As we stand before Him with the covenant, give us a firm, dynamic relation that His presence is always with us, helping us to remove the darkness in a sense of bad influences our back ills, or perhaps even our hobbies that remove all the darkness with you, that His lights continue to shine in us, that no evil forces will overcome us, because there is light in us to overcome the darkness. So folks, as you and I are prepared to welcome the new year, it's a matter of time now, Let us remember that we don't have to act big, tough, strong, but with a little frame in you, you will be strong. You will shine. You will be worth of the calling that God has called you. So it's a prayer that God will keep us burning, that we will remain faithful, faithful to serve and to honour Him. And I'd like us, in conclusion, uh, join me by singing this beautiful song. A Sunday school song. Give me oil in my lamp. Keep me burning. Now, folks, don't think this is a children's song. It is also can be for the adults. All right, worship team, can you come and help me? That we refresh the word here. Can we stand, please, and sing it with meaning? After that, we also have a response song after my prayer. Now, folks, don't be shy to sing this song. Huh? This is not a kindergarten situation, huh? this is an adult worship, night service to remind you what I share to the candle, that little oil, we need the Lord to fill it up. Ready? Okay, everybody. Give me oil in my lamp, keep
1: me burning, burning, burning. Give me oil in my lamp, I pray hallelujah. Give me oil in my lamp, Keep me burning, burning, burning Keep Burn me burning, burning till the day. break of day Sing. Sing Sing Hosanna Sing Hosanna Sing Hosanna to Hosanna the King of Kings. Kings Sing Hosanna Sing Hosanna, Sing, Hosanna. Hosanna to the King of Kings. One more time. Give me all in my lamb, Keep me burning, burning, burning. Give me all in my lamb I pray. Hallelujah. Give me all in my lamb, Keep me burning, burning, burning. Keep me burning till the break of day. Say. Hosanna, sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna to the King of Kings. Come on and sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna, sing, Hosanna to the King of
0: Kings. Thank you.
1: Baby, sit up. <clears throat> Baby, sit up.
0: I think we'll sing this one seated. Wait. <laughs> okay. If our kids will hear us singing, and wonder what they think of us. <laughs> Mommy, daddy sing like that one. <laughs> <laughs> we sing better, I think. But it's okay. <clears throat> Next time you hear them, how they sing. But here, folks, it's just a gentle reminder what I've shared for this evening de- uh, devotion or meditation <laughs> that we will continue to focus on God. You can see the slide here. And remember the little flame in a candle, maybe small, but God will fill it up with oil, like His presence, alright? His power, His wisdom, His strength to keep us going as we welcome and receive the year 2024. Amen. Amen. Okay, let's pray. Oh God Almighty, we want to thank you for this meditation before us. So we want to acknowledge at this moment that this watchlight Service truly is a special moment that you place upon our hearts. And we know that soon we will say goodbye to the year 2023 and welcome the new year 2024. Lord, we may not know about tomorrow or even our future but we know You know, mm. and You will continue to lead and watch over us. We pray and we trust that You for the tomorrow and the challenges to come along, that as Your people, we know You will strengthen us, give us Your wisdom, give us Your guidance, that we are able to face the unknown, and we will continue to give You thanks for Your enabling power, and your goodness to us. In Jesus' lovely name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.